This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to episode 132 of the Creators Outlet, sponsored by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team. If you need that extra push in your Kickstarter or Indiegogo, contact Kevin over at the Inked Marketing Team to see what they can do for you. And speaking of crowdfunders, we want to let you know there's very limited time left on the Anunu Warriors. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. New New Warriors is a classic tale of light versus darkness. The story begins in present day as we see the Royal Hawaiian Guard, the leader of the Amaku Guardians of Hawaii, sharing the powerful origin story of the Anunu Warriors and the valuable lessons the human race can learn from their tale. The Anunu is an all-powerful cosmic mana ohana. Grab your copy today at inked.pub forward slash Anunu. A-N-U-E-N-U-E. And we welcome today's guest, Max of the Ham. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you? Good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm uh, well rested and ready to go. <laughs> you got some You got some sleep in before the, the, the chitlins got home from school today? Well... I actually uh, didn't go to work last night, so I kind of got a normal person's sleep. Wow. <laughs> I uh, got my vaccine Friday, so I was out of commission just sleeping all day Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> that, that, that's what I did, too. Yeah. Well, my, minus the vaccine part. 
Uh, oh, right. <laughs> I, you know, I I kept hearing people arguing in my hallway because I, I live in a big building. And uh, I'm like, oh, these people are up way too early. And I kept pulling the covers back over my head. Next thing I know, I'm waking up. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon on my Saturday morning. Uh, I was back asleep and slept through the night at 7. And I pretty much, I got, I got up Sunday morning, had breakfast, went back to sleep, woke up at 11.30, said, okay, why not? Had lunch, went back to sleep, woke up around 7.30, ate dinner, and passed right back out. Oh, and, man. And then it was Monday morning. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey Here we are. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. So, let's start by having you tell us how you got into Oh, you broke it. How, how I got started with comics? You broke out there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, how, uh, how, how you first uh, got sucked into comics and yeah. fell in love with the medium and all that good stuff. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, well, when I, when I was, uh, I actually got into comics a little later. I mean, I always loved like comic book characters, like, but, but from cartoons, but uh, what really sucked me into the medium was uh, when I was about 15, I got my first Ultimate Spider-Man comic book. And that was what kind of made me fall in love with reading comics as well as just loving Spider-Man from other mediums. <laughs> so I already know what age group you're in. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm a millennial. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear Lord. But I'm one of the older ones. Like, you know, millennials are generally born from like 1980 to 1995. Uh, I'm in 86, so. <laughs> oh, so you're not offended at everything. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's much better. <laughs> yes. I'm in that weird, uh, weird place where it's like there are some millennial, it's like, you could kind of cut the millennial generation in half. It's like those who live during the everybody wins trophies and those who lived before. I was one of them who lived before. <laughs> I actually had to earn that $2 piece of plastic they gave you guys for sitting there. That's right. <laughs> Professional bench warmers. Dang it. <laughs> Trish, how are you? Trish and her husband are the biggest supporters of indie comics on crowdfunding ever. All right. Excellent. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. I'm pretty much just still learning everything about, you know, the comics, uh, the indie scene. You know, even though I've kind of been involved for a good amount of time, I did take a break for a little while, too, after uh, I stopped um, I had to stop a few years ago, and then I kind of got back into it last year. So I've been kind of on and off, I guess you could say, for the last five years. <laughs> yeah, so you you really started getting into comics with uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man run, and I remember yep. when that I remember when that came out. I'm like, what's this? Oh well, they're they're trying to pick up a new younger crowd. So Peter Parker is like nine years old or something. I go, oh, what <laughs> the hell? Was, 
He was 15, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a lot on the younger side. Like, like I'm I like, think technically he sh- he should be like you know Stan Lee's age, shouldn't he? Right, right. <laughs> Hopefully not where Stanley is right now, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, of course, you know, nobody dies at Marvel, so it doesn't matter. Uh, right. Well, the help does. That's about it. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember. I'm one that I, I was like, uh, and I, I did the same thing to uh, you know when Miles came out, and then I really dug Miles in the animated movie. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I knew the character, uh, and I. Well, technically, I liked him more from playing a couple of the mobile games from Marvel. But, uh, oh, right. you know, the I'm invisible. I'm going to spit webs on all of you and electrocute you. Yeah. I'm like, well, damn, <laughs> I wouldn't mind having that power. Right. I mean, Peter's allergic to electricity. <laughs> you know, if we if we go back, you know to the 80s or 90s with Spider-Man and his amazing friends, he couldn't touch anything electrical. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I guess that would make the electrified cage from uh, Craven a bug zapper. Right. Yeah, I guess that would be, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of kind of weird like that, but... Huh. Bug zapper. Yeah. But that, that ended up being like a huge, a huge hit for them. And, the- you know, yet again, as I scarf at a number one, that I didn't buy and is now worth a bunch of money. Uh, <laughs> you know, both with Ultimate Spider-Man and the first appearance of Miles Morales. I was like, whatever. Yeah. And now I'm like, they're worth what? <laughs> right. They're I'm up like, there. Oh, man. Not, not quite as much as Amazing Fantasy 15, but hey, it's <laughs> still pretty good. Any new Joker stuff I want to share? No, we're actually uh, here talking to our guest about his uh, his all ages uh, kids comic, which just happens to be the same exact size as Forty Seven Furious Tales. I do have a new Joker piece coming, and I will share it when it comes in the mail. Um, Mike Jimmy from New Zealand, the creator of a another. Awesome all ages comic. Uh, we went we went live and uh, he was doing a thing for open for commissions and he drew he drew this very cool Joker and then I PM'd him I go you know you're selling that to me right <laughs> so tell us you took a break from comics and then then went back yep and. What made you want to make your own comic? Um, well, I mean, part of it is that, you know, that childhood dream. You always, you're always drawing comics. I was always drawing comics when I was a kid. I could never draw, but I would draw stick figures. And in my mind, it was, it was a legitimate comic, you know. And that's kind of why. And so part of that, and the other part of it is, you know, um, I was right. I actually originally intended Earth's Best Friend to be like a novel, but all the feedback that I got from people was this really ought to be a comic book or something with more of a visual medium. Mm-hmm. They didn't like the way I wrote it, I guess the way it was written, just, they were like, I'd much rather have pictures to go with this. So it's like, all right. And then I just happened to finally get myself into a posi- financial position where I actually can afford artists 
<laughs> a little bit to, to do things for me. Mm-hmm. So slowly but surely, this first chapter got done. And then I found a new artist that was a little less expensive. And so that's why chapter one has art that clearly is much different. I don't okay. know if you saw that. Let's that. blow that up. There we yeah. go. Yeah. So this is what chapter one looks like. The artist is Manami Debnath. Uh, the colorist is Candace Morgan and the, the letterer Dave Lentz. Whereas chapter two, um, it's all done by this artist, Jean Pedroso. Uh, colors, letters, illustrations, everything. Um, so he's he's a little more financially uh, better, but I think I like his style overall better. Not that the other style is bad by any means, because it's not, but just I think it fits my project better. And sorry, my camera autofocuses. Yeah, <laughs> so <that's it. laughs> yeah, I get, I get that a lot too. <laughs> so yeah, um, so yeah, Earth's best friend. So this is I'm really excited. These books just came in today. I, I have I have a, it's a basically a, um, a double issue. It's like. Here's chapter one. I, I call it Halloween Ruckus. I didn't actually put the title on the cover. And then ish, uh, chapter two, Tornado Trouble. So I, I made the covers <laughs> with uh, the art that was you know made for me by artists. Uh, Dave Lentz, again, is the character creator, uh, designer for these characters as well that I use. And then this is a scene from chapter two that Gene Pedroso did. But... Uh, the text and everything that I that is on the cover was made by me. <laughs> so, well, actually, not the title. The title, again, is Dave Lentz, but everything else. <laughs> I followed a YouTube tutorial. YouTube is great for just about anything you want to do. There's a tutorial for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, so I, I started going back to it. I started in, like, September, October of last year, and... Here I am today with uh, chapter two complete. I've also got um, chapter three on its way. And I've got a four-page 4th of July special that I can't wait to to put up on Webtoons. Um, So this is a webcomic as well. I do have it on Webtoons um, because that was the route I decided I wanted to try to go after my first Kickstarter failed just to kind of see if I can get feedback from people and readers and stuff. And now I feel confident that I think, uh, you know, it's great. It's better to have books in print. I think people respond to printed books more than they do web comics is I haven't gotten ever since I've talked about this being in print, people have been like, Hey, <laughs> but I've been talking about it being a web comic for a few months now and people haven't really been saying much. <laughs> so <laughs> no, how was the response on webtoons for you though um i've got about got about a uh 15 subscribers i've got the first like five pages have comments on them and then up to page i believe i have 12 pages up there now and haven't really gotten any more comments or likes or anything so seems like whatever was going on in the beginning has kind of died off <laughs> yeah you need to what it is with uh, with webtoons and and canvas and all that stuff is you pretty much have to have like uh, 
like a dozen pages ready to go, like at least like every other week. Yeah. You know, if, if people don't see stuff like every other week uh, from you, if not like, you know, weekly, then and it, it's going to be, you know, at least like 12 or 13 panels or they're like, OK, bored now. Because oh, yeah. consider the majority of, you know, that that's what all these kids are doing. They're going to web, they're going to webtoons and canvas and just scrolling through finding stuff that they like. Yeah. Because it's free. <laughs> that's it. That's that way it. they can pay for more apps on their on their iPad right. and you know dish out like twenty or thirty bucks to uh, you know Minecraft online or something opposed to you know actually buying Oh, that just got to take up space in my room. <laughs> right. Like, uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can relate to that. I have a problem with space. We have a pretty small apartment, so I'm just kind of like, yep, I don't like to take up too much space with things, but I did just get this camera, and now I have a tripod set up in my room, and it's like, oh, all right, I'm taking up space. Here I am. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I bought a tripod, but I've got like one of those short, like four foot tables. Yeah, but I mean, I've got a I've got a unique thing going on that I uh, that uh, I think you would love where I am because uh, I have a twenty four hundred square foot apartment. Oh wow! (laughs) That's why you see the big giant ceilings behind me, and I'm in one of those refurbished, uh, you know. Apart apartments from like an old, an old factory building. Oh, you know which is which is which is pretty cool. My yeah. daughter's got her room. I got my bedroom plus a walk-in closet. Oh man! And, and then we've got like twenty-four hundred square feet. And the only thing that's terrible is there's no overhead lighting because uh, the ceilings are like twenty-five feet high. Oh jeez! Yeah, that'd be nice. I, <laughs> it's it's nicely lit here, and you can see all the sun hitting the back wall behind my big head. Oh, uh, yeah. So I have one, two, three. I have five windows in this room because I have a I have a corner unit, and then my daughter's got a she's got a window in her bedroom. I got a window in my bedroom, and but the windows are about the window sills are just a little shorter than a short comic short comic box. Oh really? So I mean, you, I can I can put like comic book boxes across all these windows, and uh, matter of fact, uh, quite a few of them I have, uh, <laughs> but I have I have to pull out and rearrange. So I have like some kind of backdrop besides. Oh look, he's got a table with a bunch of crap piled up on it. Wait, the stuff on the far right that looks like books. Are those comic books? Yes, they are. <laughs> I do own real books. But most of my real books are based on comic book characters. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so, but I yeah, I do have actual, you know, real books that, you know, are in the house that, you know, my daughter has used the touch and read. Oh, but, yeah. uh, so tell us about the characters in the books yeah, and how you went about character development on them. Excellent. Yeah, so the first characters you meet are the heroes, um, hyperfeeling ninja heroes slash the elementary school kids, um, Jackson, Chloe, Celie, Lacey. Um, sorry, and the cats' names 
Fury, Rosie, uh, BB, and Skies. So Jackson turns into Fury, Chloe into Rosie, Celia into Sky, and Lacey into BB. Um, so you, on the first page, that's so in pink. In pink is Chloe. Uh, Jackson's with the red hair, and then the two blonde kids, uh, Celia and Lacey, gr in green and blue. Uh, those are our uh, those are our elementary school kids and the kids the characters that are named after my kids and my nephew and niece. So Chloe and uh, Chloe and Celia are my kids. Jackson and Lacey are my nephew and niece. So, um, now, so now the now the yeah. next quick question is: Sure, do they all know they're in a comic book? Oh yeah, and they love it. <laughs> Chris says I I shared out your Kickstarter. Hope you fund. We'll catch you later. Gonna make dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll make something enough. good, Trish. I'm hungry too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting for more Joker stuff. <laughs> um, so their personalities are roughly based off the kids that you know in real life. But you know, because when I started this comic, they were actually the two uh, the two younger ones, Celia and Lacey, were actually pretty much babies. So I had to kind of make up personalities for them. <laughs> so they don't resemble their real life people as much as Lacey and Jackson, uh, sorry, as much as Chloe and Jackson do. I get my own kids mixed up with each other now. <laughs> um, so Jackson slash Fury is the leader of the group. Um, in this comic, I made him and Chloe twins, but they're not twins in real life. It's just, they, they have, they have like a very, um, in real life, they have a three-month age gap. So in the comic, I wanted to make them all siblings. And it's like, how the heck do I make them three months apart if they are siblings? So I decided to make them twins. That way they could be in the same grade and they can, you know. Um, but anyway, so um, let's get a picture of all four cats here. Um, actually, I've got a perfect page for that um, when they transform yeah all four of them together yeah right here so in red is fury it's mirror image so I have a really hard time pointing <laughs> come on camera focus focus um, then to the to the right of fury is rosy and pink to his left is BB in blue, and then above him is Sky in green. Cool. So uh, Fury has fire powers. Rosie has a power, uh, I, technically earth, but it's mostly vines. She ties people up with vines or prickly vines. Um, BB has the power of water. you mostly used in bubbles. And then Sky has the power of wind, mostly with tornadoes. And he also has a hoverboard that he can kind of fly on. <laughs> Because he controls the wind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, do you make do you make the kids dress up as their alter egos on Halloween? Uh, well, I I don't have that kind of costume making power. <laughs> <laughs> I did try my best um, around Halloween time. I did buy some like cat ears and noses and stuff, but. I, I wasn't really, it wasn't really that successful. And, and the youngest, the youngest girl, Lacey actually refused to, to do anything, to be any part of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, which is funny because she helped me pick out the cat ears, but then when it came time to wear them, she was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, dance for you, monkey boy, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I could talk about the villain here as well. So we have Lexter, the construction worker. Um, this picture right here is page two. I don't know if it's just me, but I just find that there's just something really, really funny about a, a full-grown man busting through a wall of an elementary school and crashing a Halloween party. <laughs> it probably is just me, but I, I find this and scene to be hilarious. What's even funnier is is that pose <laughs> is is the same pose from the old like uh, 1960s Aurora Superman model kit. Where, he's oh, really? just where he just punches through a brick wall, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I wouldn't have even known that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm full of all kinds of useless information. <laughs> yeah, and I made him say, oh, yeah, like the Kool-Aid man, because, you know, this is supposed to be like a Saturday morning cartoon, so it's going to be a little over the top. It's going to be campy, and it's going to be cheesy. You know, I, I don't know if you saw my post. I was addressing some... Uh, feedback I got from someone who actually did read my webtoons or the comic on webtoons, and they, they, uh, they, they claim that the uh, this scene here, uh, when he turns himself into a dragon, is really like he, she was like the corniest line I've ever read. You ain't seen nothing yet. Now behold dragon my dragon power. power. I mean. <laughs> It's it's supposed to be corny. I mean, it's part of the charm of of trying to be like a Saturday morning cartoon, you know. I'm like right there. The the first thing that came to mind is like, I go, oh wow, that is so Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that that's basically it, you know. Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, uh, you know, the old. Uh, any, any of those old, like, Saturday morning cartoons, Transformers, G.I. Joe, just one-liner type, you know, slogan, or not one-liner, but slogan-type cartoons where they say the same thing every episode, you know? <laughs> That's where I kind of gave them their, their tagline when they transform. Let's get ready for action. That's kind of their Power Rangers-esque morphin' timeline, you know? <laughs> um, and um, one thing I probably need to stress is that this is an anthology so it's going to follow different characters with different chapters i know um it probably confuses readers if they don't know that ahead of time because it's like wait following the hyper feeling ninja here is and all of a sudden there's this guy <laughs> so this guy is super steak um he super interrupts the program <laughs> super steak yes i came up with him when i was in seventh grade and i and i i haven't looked back <laughs> Um, so he's, he's, uh, a little bit like Deadpool in the sense that he completely breaks the fourth wall. Um, now, so he interrupts the program literally between chapter one and two, he comes on board and kind of gives a little explanation as to what's going on. Because basically like a Tarantino movie, chapter one doesn't take place chronologically before chapter two. <laughs> so in order for you to be like, wait, what, what? <laughs> I, I needed a little exposition buffer to kind of explain that yeah. it's going to go back in time a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's 
this book is an anthology. And yes. if you don't know what that is, <laughs> ask your parents about Pulp Fiction and they will explain it to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pulp Fiction. Chapter one doesn't take place before chapter doesn't take place before chapter two. So you're going to be a little confused when you see when you see them in the first day of school and then wait, wasn't it Halloween before that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Super Steak kind of says, hey, I'm Super Steak. And yes, I know I'm talking to you right now, the audience. <laughs> um, so he basically just gives a little background as to what's what what was what is going on, what was going on and um, certain things that I'll probably that I introduce in the next chapter without any real like explanation, like um, talks a little bit about the uh, the way this world works. Um, so it's an alternate timeline, alternate history, you could say. So it takes place in the future, but not our future. <laughs> so it's like there's this corporation, Miracor, that pretty much owns the world. Um, so our government is not our government. It's basically the, the Miracor overlord. Um, so that, that's where this guy comes in. If I can mirror image point to him, vice president, Jack blade. Uh, he gets a little, he gets a little introduction towards the end of the chapter, chapter two. Um, so that's also why I had that little exposition buffer to kind of say, Hey, you're going to be introduced to this guy. So don't be alarmed when you're, when it just kind of happens almost randomly. <laughs> almost randomly, except I told you it was going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, stand back and go like this. And then yeah. continue reading the book. Exactly. <laughs> um, because he, he gets he gets his own story that unfolds just as much as the hyperfeeling ninja heroes do, just as much as the animal teens do. I don't have a book to showcase the animal teens because they're actually in the book that I'm trying to fund. <laughs> um, of all the characters I've probably created for this, uh, for this book, the animal teens are probably the only ones that aren't based off something. I've basically um, completely, almost completely made them up. Like I don't, like, you know, the basis for Super Steak is he's essentially Superman mixed with Deadpool. He, he He's indestructible and he breaks the fourth wall. You know, Hyperfeeling Ninja Heroes is essentially Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Um, and then I have a whole bunch of, uh, I have this, I have a whole bunch of other characters that are based off something. But these, the Animal Teens, I wasn't inspired by anything per se uh, to come up with them. Um, it was just like... I just, I guess I just did. I don't know how that, that explains that, but there's nothing that they're directly like kind of mimicking, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, I guess you could say that they're sort of like the Animorphs, but it wasn't, wouldn't, wasn't my inspiration for them. Um, so the animal scenes in book three or in chapter three starts off with Harlan, who's your typical senior high school. He's a quarterback. He's, you know, very popular guy. Right. And then, he uh, makes the winning touchdown, but only because he started transforming into a giant rabbit. <laughs> so the animal teens are characters different from the hyperfeeling ninja heroes, where they transform fully into animals, but um, they don't really like. They don't have any powers beyond just those animals. Whereas the hyperfeeling ninja heroes is more like magic based, I guess you could say. These guys is more science based, but 
that's a slight spoiler. I'll get into that maybe when I'm funding the two books from now. <laughs> a couple books from now, I'm planning a spoiler. Yeah. Just so you know, you should probably buy this stuff now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I've got stories planned for quite some time. <laughs> and you know, funding or no funding, I'll find a way to do it. But it's it's great to have it's better to have the support when I know that there's actually people willing to read it, you know. Mm -hmm. And takes the financial burden off a little bit too, you know. But yeah. uh, you really need to, you know, you really need to crowdfund these books unless, you yeah. know, you know, somebody with a lot of money comes up to you and goes, This is a great kid's book, and uh, I want to publish you, and but you're only going to get 10%. Right, right. But your, book, but your book's going to get out. It's like, <laughs> right. well, I don't know. Hmm. Let's see. Sell my sell the rights to the devil, and and only me, and only me, and I could make ten percent. Although ten percent of a million is a hundred thousand, so I mean that's still not bad. Or fund it all myself, barely make any money, but at least I have my dignity. I don't know which one to choose. <laughs> I think I still go with dignity on that one, although you go, you, you go well, you know, <laughs> you, you still have to ask your wife. Am I allowed? To That's be true. Am my I wife allowed to be not, dignified today? My, my wife yeah. may not agree with the dignity. <laughs> my wife would probably would probably kick my butt for choosing dignity. <laughs> you're gonna get that hundred thousand dollars, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> gonna go, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, actually, the the major dream is to 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 have like Scholastic or someone publish it, and then like from there it gets picked up as like a cartoon. You know that that's kind mm -hmm. of like the ultimate dream goal is for this to be an actual Saturday morning cartoon, even though those don't really exist anymore. Yeah, uh, that kind of <laughs> you know that kind of cheeses me off. I mean, I stream all the all the free apps, so like uh, yeah, Pluto has. Uh, like the throwback uh, cartoon thing. Oh, cool! And I'll either watch that or the spaghetti westerns if I'm aw even awake on a Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, but they what they do is they take like four or five cartoons, and they just this one, this one, this one. Oh, this. Wow. It goes one to the other to the other, and I'm like, no. Put on all the Flash Gordon from the seventies. I want to watch it all again. It was yeah, good. exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, every now and then. I, I don't want to see Teletubbies. Stop it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, Teletubbies. I mean, yeah. I guess Teletubbies is kind of in that category now too. If you really think about it, like I guess it kind of. Well, that wasn't really a Saturday morning thing, though. I thought those were on the weekdays too. I don't know. I, I was. I'm actually too old for Teletubbies. Be even though I'm, <laughs> even though I'm a millennial, I'm on the older side my wife on the other hand she she's the right age for teletubbies <laughs> i mean she was when she was oh, growing oh, up oh, not oh, not oh, now like, <laughs> sorry to sorry to misconstrue myself there <laughs> we, we have an eight year eight year difference that's what i mean so she she was a baby when teletubbies was was around where i was like just getting into like preteens 
when it happened. <laughs> mm. You didn't want to get caught by your friends actually accidentally watching Teletubbies. So yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's like because <laughs> that that's a beaten that's a beaten in the locker room right there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and um, but yeah, every Saturday morning I try to give myself like a like an old Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing where it's like, all right, I'll watch like. Uh, Spider-Man, the, the 90s animated Spider-Man. I'll watch like Ninja Turtles. I'll watch like, I'll even throw in an episode of Power Rangers from here and there just to kind of, you know, I, I had to buy Ninja Turtles, but um, Disney Plus is streaming the Spider-Man, all the Spider-Man cartoons they've ever had, actually. Mm -hmm. So they even have Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. the one that I want to watch, which is the 67. 67. Oh, I don't know if they have. That's my, um, is that, is that one just called Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, uh, just Spider-Man, I think. Oh, it's, it might be there. I think it might be on Disney Plus. They didn't have it. They didn't have it like the last time I looked. Oh, really? It was the one that had the, you know, the 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 upbeat. There goes the Spider-Man. Oh, I see. It was it was the it was the '60s version, but it was a it was a good one. It was on. Uh, Man, when I was growing up, that thing was on like channel twenty-five every afternoon. Oh wow! I used to catch a beat from my friends going in from playing, you know, whatever we were doing. Well, I hear my mom calling. I'll be right back. And I go <laughs> and fight him in for a half hour, and they sneak up to the house and like look through the front window, It'd be like, <laughs> they stop. That's they wouldn't dead. stop pounding on the door. <laughs> We're going to kick your butt. You're costing us the game to watch Spider-Man. What's wrong with you? man. Shut up. Spider-Man was awesome. Is still awesome. I, I love almost everything Spider-Man. Um, it's really the majority of comics that I love is Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I've, I've, the only X-Men comics I've actually read are the ones that had Spider-Man in it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm just like a super Spider-Man fan. Like I'm a super Spider-Man fan and then I'm a super MCU fan. So like, I love all their like movies, like the MCU movies, Disney slash Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. The mighty mouse movies. Yeah. Uh, mighty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the movies have been good. The the shows have been, you know, pretty good. There's a couple of cringy parts, you know, you know, on them where they, you know, in in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier when they went oh, like, yeah. oh, you know, all all, you know, they had to they had to put their their plug in for social justice, and you know, yeah. I'm like, really. <laughs> Sam Wilson is known all over the world. He's part, he was part of the friggin' Avengers, dude. Everybody knows who he is. Even small town cops know who he is. Yeah. That was, that was a little weird that one guy wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. He goes, he's the Falcon. He's a member of the Avengers. I don't care. <laughs> Before the old man in the house comes out and whips your butt, you know. Keep going. I was glad they had him in there as that character because yeah. he, he's a he's an awesome actor. I, I he, oh, used yeah. to, he used to be on uh, not not Alias, but one of the sh one of the shows like that with the uh, 
the the actress that played Electra. She was like a spy and stuff. Oh, oh, who the heck played Electra? Um, Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Oh yeah, yeah. Some reason I was picturing um, Carmen Electra, and I don't know why. Probably because Electra. <laughs> well, you know, don't say that too loud. Your wife might hear you. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she might actually be watching. Actually, I told her to watch. <laughs> if you're watching, sorry. <laughs> You will be. Uh, <laughs> so let, let's take a look at the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I see from the last conversation you had, because I caught you over on the pop show there. Yep. Uh, that you, you that you made a little video, but we're not going to play it because we're already talking to you, and the video is yeah. you talking about what we're already talking about. Yeah, I just gave a quick description and how many pages the book is and everything like that it's pretty pretty a simple video because my i, I want to i'm i'm working on making a an actual video but they, they said i should have just something up there so i'm like all right i'll put this as a place placeholder i've got a couple months so i'll put the real video in there eventually <laughs> this weekend was lost i was actually planning on doing the filming this weekend but didn't happen <laughs> yeah life gets in the way quite a bit yeah but um, so we're up to $91. I know, uh, the aforementioned, uh, Mike Jimmy backed it cause he thought it was a cool looking project. Yep. Yep. And, uh, it's a very attainable goal. You know, you, you only set, you set the goal at 500. You, you don't, you've only got five backers and you're already almost at, at a hundred dollars. So that's I mean that's that's not bad at all, yeah. and you set you set it for sixty days to to make sure you can you can hit that goal too. Exactly. And one of the tricks is to be on as many podcasts like this as as you can get on to uh, to talk about your project and get it in front of as many eyes as possible. Uh, exactly. Even if that means that you sh that you share this out so much on Facebook that you get a notification that. Uh, you're not allowed to share anything for three days because you've overshared. Because I'm spamming. <laughs> you're, you're spamming. No, I'm not. I've never even been to Hawaii. <laughs> exactly. So we want we want to get these numbers up there. I uh, I shared the uh, I shared the thing out to uh, the madness. And I shared it out to Twitter before we went on. And uh, Trish shared it out. So I got in front of like a whole bunch of her friends. Excellent. Now, is, is this the piece that you moved up that they said, oh, that should be at the top? So it explains everything? Yes. Okay. Yep. Right. They, they said I should have put, uh, I should, I should stress that, it, that my, Kids are the characters are based off my kids, and that the uh, little elevator pitch should be at the top as well. Mm -hmm. And for an extra five hundred dollars, you can have my kids and my niece and nephew sign the book. <laughs> I could have them sign it if you'd really like me to. <laughs> you know, well that that would be that would be funny. Uh, and but you going forward, you should probably put put something in the in the in the credits. You know. So and so played by. All right, you know that that way you know the kids can like 
grabbed the book and like take it and goes, see, I'm in a comic book. Yeah. 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 I turn into a cat. <laughs> turn to a pet and my, my powers is vines. <laughs> I'm tying you up with rose bushes and I won't tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Halloween ruckus. Not a typo. I emphasize it is a Boston accent. I emphasize a Boston accent with that word. Yep. Because <laughs> I know if I don't put those parentheses there, people are going to be like, you spelled ruckus wrong. <laughs> no, it's ruckus. <laughs> mm-hmm. There they are. Yep. So there's there's the kids. So from from left to right, that's Lacey, Chloe, Jackson, Seely. Uh, Celia looks like he's trying on his superhero mask already (laughs) yep (laughs) they were just given a normal pose but yep so Chloe and Celia are mine and then Jackson and Lacey are my sisters that's cool you made carriages after your kids yep yep they love it. They my uh, my my nephew was like, "You need to make sure you give me a book when with with all the pages in it." And I'm like, "Yeah, when I, when they arrive, I'll get you one. Don't worry." <laughs> now this is what you do: you take the book, you put the board in the bag, and then you put the book in there and tuck the flap in when you're not reading it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Got to teach them. Got to teach them. Yeah, I taught I taught my daughter that, and uh, really quick, uh, my daughter taught me. As soon as I asked if I'm messing around with my comics, and I go, "Hey, can you come here and give me a hand?" She goes, I am not making bags and boards for you. <laughs> I am not putting the books in the bag and board because I keep forgetting what side of the cardboard. <laughs> I will help you move boxes. I will not help you pack boxes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you know. So there's our characters. Yep. Our main characters in the in, in the anthology. In book one here. Yep. And then there's our cartoon counterparts. So the boys. Uh, top is Seely. Uh, bottom is Jackson. Top. For the girls, Lacey, bottom, Chloe. Cool. Did uh, did one of the boys get mad that you uh, turned him into a ginger? No, no, he uh, he doesn't mind at all. <laughs> oh, cool. I used to be a ginger. My daughter, oh, really? like, my daughter, when she was little, used to be like, "Daddy, you used to have red hair. What happened to your red hair?" I'm like your mother did. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm bald. It's like nothing but gray hair everywhere. So I'm like, I just shaved my head to be done with it. I'm like, there's not enough here to like cover my head. So I'm just going to shave it all off and be done with it. <laughs> I remember telling you on, on, uh, on pop stream that I, I, I really dug like the corner box thing. Oh yeah. That, you know, that's cool. Cause I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't see any indie books really doing this. Oh really? Yeah. It, it should be moved over some, but. Oh <laughs> Yeah. I mean, probably not perfect, but, you know, I yeah. followed the tutorial the best I could. <laughs> yeah. You got to do what you can do. Yep. <laughs> I, I can't even get that far. You know, I'm like, 
how do I make stuff for StreamYard? Well, first you have to buy Photoshop. Okay, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> I do have a Photoshop subscription. I know. <laughs> it's oh no, you don't need that. <laughs> well, I did have a uh, bootleg copy, but it was several versions behind. So every time I'm trying to look at a tutorial, they're doing things that I can't do with the version I had. <laughs> yeah, well, you can just get like uh, you get like a newer basic version, but it's still like super expensive. And I'm like, yeah, it is like, expensive. It's it's kind of worth it, but it is expensive for sure. I'm almost like, you know, I really want to get one of my artist friends to be like, look, I just need to learn how to do stuff so I can make like, you know, <laughs> new backgrounds and, and, and cool stuff for, uh, for my podcast and junk. And, uh, Hey, <laughs> can you help a brother out? Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll <laughs> give you some money. And then, then down here, the Indie Alliance, Indie Alliance approved. Yep. <laughs> I got that from from uh forget who who was who allowed me to use that but he told me uh i was allowed to do so cool. <laughs> yeah there's a oh, let's see if i can find him in my messages because <laughs> yeah he uh he gave me this logo to use where the heck was he um it was a uh, no No. Oh, I'm probably not going to find them. There's a That's million uh, things to sift through. <laughs> but uh, if I find them, I'll, I'll message you the, the name. <laughs> so uh, which cat is this with the fire? That's Fury. Yeah, so Fury's fire. Uh, BB is water, sky is wind, and then Rosie is the uh, the vines and the earth. And this is the bad construction worker that busted up a kid's elementary school party. Yes. So uh, the actual the uh, the main villain ends up uh, sending sending him out to uh, to find them at that elementary school because uh, so if you notice in the page, um, I'll show you again here the little gem around his neck, right? Um, that's the Eye of Raw. It's one of these uh, power stones. Now, disclaimer here, I came up with this idea for mystical power stones before I had ever heard of Infinity Stones. I'm not ripping off the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I swear. <laughs> and you're not, stealing, you're not stealing the Eye of Raw from Stargate either. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing in Stargate either. <laughs> Oh yeah, it is. It's all the Egyptian. Stargate is based around all the Egyptian gods. Oh well, well, there are only so many ideas in the world, right? <laughs> well, you know, apparently because you know Marvel and DC only have like nine stories, and they right. just keep they just keep rehashing them, and you know, they get the bingo ball thing going. Yeah, just choose different characters to put in the same story. Right. That's how you end up with Venom, Gwen, and stuff like that. And and, and Heroes Reborn. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I go, I remember yeah. that. 
<laughs> That's when they let me feel draw like, you know, triple D's on Captain America from a side view. <laughs> what? <laughs> he drew his chest so big, like on a profile shot, that it looked like he had big boobs. Big boobs. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and and to uh, to crack back on it, they did a similar pose, and the camera angle like reenacted that for one of the uh, one of the still promo shots for the Falcon and Winter Soldier, like about halfway through the show. Oh, weird. Which just made it even funnier. I go. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden that book just started jumping off because all the speculators. Right. I'm like, uh, huh. And here we go with number two, Tornado Trouble. Tornado Trouble. Yes. So the tornado is the villain of the story of that chapter. <laughs> Mind you, the tornado is sent by the bad guy Anubis, which I don't show him completely. I got this kind of Dr. Claw thing going for him where he kind of sits in a chair and points at a screen a lot. Well, that, that's even better because you don't have to you don't have to figure out how to draw him until like the end of the story arc now. Right, exactly. You know. So he um, create he created the tornado and sent it into town to uh, give these guys a hard time and make everybody yeah. miserable. So like I said, chapter two, it uh, starts in kind of in the beginning of the anthology or the beginning of the storyline, the timeline. So this is before Anubis knew the hyperfeline ninja heroes existed. So they, they, uh, they stopped this bank robbery that he was essentially the, the one behind. I mean, it was just two random bank robbers, but he was essentially going to profit from it. And they stopped them. And then that was when he was like, um, what the devil? He even says, what the devil? Like, like Shredder does when, so that's a reference. That's a legit reference to Ninja Turtles. What the devil? That, that's the exact words that Shredder says when he, um, when he, uh, notices, um, the Ninja Turtles fighting off his, uh, gangsters or bad guys that work for him. Beautiful clan, yeah. So when he first finds out that there's mutant turtles, he's like, what the devil? A legit. <laughs> um, so I've got a whole lot of, you know, references like that in this. Lots uh, of Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, hey, it's my, everything that inspires me is going to, it's going to show up in this book one way or another, you know? And yeah, so it's actually Harris, this little guy, the, uh, the rat man not 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 a reference to master splinter because he's evil but he is a rat man so i guess th there is some kind of some kind of you'll always kind of make the reference right yeah uh, i'm <laughs> but, sorry kevin eastman but all rats are evil <laughs> yes <laughs> uh so he's the one who actually conjures the tornado um anubis is like because at first harris is like hey i'll uh i'll conjure a horrific monster to get rid of him. He's like, no, 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 no. We need to make it look like an accident. And he's like, all right, natural disaster it is then. <laughs> so it's the <laughs> biggest tornado that the world's ever seen. And, uh, well, I won't tell you how the chapter ends because... You want to buy the book and read it yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's Let's why we're it. here. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, but it's a... Uh, 
pretty, pre- both, both stories are pretty exciting, I like to say. And uh, chapter three will be even more exciting because we're going to follow the path of a new, of a new introduced hero, Harlan, uh, like I said, is a giant rabbit. Um, and, or he transforms into a giant rabbit at first against his will. That's when his powers essentially uh, manifest. So um, I guess you could say there's kind of a, an X factor thing going on with the animal teens because it's like, they don't know they have powers until it happens kind of thing. Um, oh, you said, you said X factor. I'm like, well, I, guess I, meant I guess I meant X gene. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Not X factor. <laughs> I was, because, you know, it's like, you know, oh, there's a YouTube thing open. You said X, X factor. I'm like, I'm like all ready to stop watching like, you know, yarns of song going on seeing who, <laughs> who i think is any good yeah no <laughs> I, well, I, I, stupid X it's a gene, comic book x gene factor x x men thing going on where it's like they don't have powers until they until they happen kind of thing mm-hmm. um manifest destiny manifest destiny exactly <laughs> yeah, um so yeah, so it, it changes Harlan's life pretty much dramatically. He ends up hanging out with these other two kids, uh, Scott and Sheila, who he would normally never hang out with, and they would never hang out with him because, well, you know, he's popular kid. They're goth kids. They don't mix. <laughs> but because they all have this thing in common, Scott and Sheila already know they can transform into animals. And when he explains to them that it's happened, why does he – well, yeah um, – he talks to Sheila because um, he was supposed to meet his friend Jamie, but he accidentally bailed on her when his powers manifested. He ended up in a co- well sleeping for like twelve hours, so he missed his date with Jamie, and she got pissed at him. And she um, imagine that that never happened. Good friends with Sheila. Yeah, imagine that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have you, you have this date, you know, scheduled, and then you then something crazy happens and then you're, you end up, uh, you end up asleep for 12 hours and then she just thinks you were partying too hard the night before because you won the football game and she's mad at you. So you talk to her best friend who hates you, mind you. But then when you mention that you think you turned into a rabbit, she, um, gives you a chance because she too can turn into an animal. Yes. Uh, Sheila turns into a mole. Uh, Scott turns into an otter. (laughs) <laughs> I chose car- I chose animals that people have never used in media that transform into. <laughs> I can't think of a single character that transforms into an otter. The only thing that comes to mind is PB and J otter, but those are just otters. They're not people who turn into otters. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think I think the closest thing to that, and it it still wouldn't be somebody turning into that. It would just be like adaptations of their super suits. Is- would probably be uh, that kid show Wild Kratts. Right, yeah, but that's just, yeah, like a, like an animal suit or like, you know, like the yeah more like a Power Rangers thing where it's like they have the spirit of the animal. But, yeah, and then Jamie in book five, actually, um, so this is, this is, so this next book is uh, chapters three, four, five. So chapter five, Animal Torment, we're actually going to follow Jamie and her transformation into a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it actually manifests when she's being bullied so, so there's actually a little bit of 
little bit of uh, relatability in there, I'm sure, to anybody who reads and who's been bullied. <laughs> turn into a pigeon, crap on his head, fly away. Yeah, yeah. Well, she turns into a pigeon and then runs into the bathroom because she doesn't know what the heck's good. So basically she like jumps into the air, but then she kind of floats because her arms start turning into wings. <laughs> Is she a giant pigeon or just like yeah. a regular pigeon? Yeah, so these are giant. They're turning into a human-sized version of these animals. Oh, man, I... The bully might, must be scared. <laughs> yeah, so, well, everybody, everybody's shocked. Nobody knows what to say when when she jumps up, and she actually, you know, I, I say this is all ages, but she actually calls that that girl bullying her a tramp, which I guess is pu- pushes it pushes it against that all ages label a little bit. <laughs> well, Disney has a movie called that. Well, that's true, Lady and the Tramp, right? So I guess I guess it works. You know, she could have used a, a a different four letter word that begins with an S, which would have been a little more on the no side. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a more tame version. Tramp is a more tame word. But uh, yeah, so she runs into the bathroom, and uh, that's when um, and then when she manifests her powers completely. Uh, she has this vision where she's flying and she's amongst these pigeons. And next thing you know, she wakes up in the Central Park Zoo. <laughs> so Harlan wakes up in his bed, but Jamie wakes up in the in the in the Frank uh, the Central Park Zoo. I just want to say Franklin's Park Zoo because you know Boston, but this takes place in New York. Well, my futuristic alternate history version of New York, which I actually call Neon City, so. If you read, if they you read someone referring to it as Neon City, it really is New York City, but we call it Neon City <laughs> in this book. <laughs> so let's continue our trip yes, through yes. Tornado Alley here. Yes. Well, my tablet notification after notification. Yep. Oh, there's the bunny and the otter and. Yep. Is that a sloth? The mole. So Sheila turns into a mole. <laughs> oh, it looks like a sloth. Oh. oh. I, I guess. Well, no, yeah. the, the head looks like a mole, but the, I see the claws on the hand, and I'm like, it just made me think of a sloth because I, I covered somebody that had a sloth book like last year. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess the. The hands are a little sloppy, but I think uh, when I was when I was describing her, I needed her to have some form of attack. So I was like, make the claws extra clawy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, those are my descriptions. I'm lucky the artist can draw anything from me. <laughs> and then Doctor Quacko's Revenge chapter. I haven't talked about it all today. Is Doctor Quacko's Revenge, which is one of my favorite ones that I wrote. <laughs> And and like I like I yelled out in the other stream, I'm like, oh my god, it's a drunk Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> yes. So this this one character was actually designed by my good friend Olivia Arrington. Uh, me and her had a project very similar to this uh, a few years ago. Um, actually, uh, before I, actually one of the reasons I stopped was because me, me my partnership with her had ended. Um, she was drawing. Um, a version of the hyper-feeling ninja heroes we were calling Siamese ninja heroes. Um, but that partnership ended, and then I had to kind of change things if I wanted to continue on my own. Um, but she graciously gave me permission to use her character here. Um, so I just got to make sure I give her the 
proper credit. <laughs> so um, if you notice on the on the front cover underneath the uh, the character box, uh, you'll actually see her name under Dave Lentz. So, so Dave Lentz goes to character design, but specifically I write Dr. Ca Dr. Quacko's design goes to <clears throat> Olivia oh, Arrington. Yeah, all the, all the fine print here, yes. Yep, yep, exactly. So Dr. Quacko, poor Dr. Quacko, he really just wanted to be taken seriously, but he has this problem. You see his face is a duck's face. <laughs> Imagine so, that. Yeah, so he's this brilliant scientist, but nobody wants to take him seriously. So he ends up teaching at S. Lee Elementary School, which, side note here, all the schools are named that way. S. Lee Elementary School, S. Ditko uh, High School, and J. Kirby Middle School. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody likes the marbles. Yeah, just a little bit, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I got to give credit to the... If, if Spider-Man is my... Basically what got me started on anything comics related, then it all goes to those three guys, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, so he ends up being a teacher, which happens to be the same school that the Hyperfeline Ninja Heroes attend. So chapter four here, we have a very similar, similar setup as chapter one. So chapter one, we see them, walking to school and then there's a lockdown right lockdown situation in the first in the in the second chapter it's because of a bank robbery and they fear that the bank robbers might try to use the school as a hideaway mm -hmm. um chapter four they go into lockdown because this guy goes crazy and uses his new fangled machine that transforms people into hideous animal mutations like himself <laughs> so so here's uh I haven't added it yet, but I will be adding this as a um oh no, I think I did add it as one of the rewards. So if you if you choose the um reward tier that gets you to be a character in this comic, I have a scene in my head that I think I will be putting those people who take that tier in. And it will be this page where he goes crazy and transforms people into animals. I'll be transforming the funders into animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make. What did I become? Wait, a snake? Ah. Yes. Uh, I can't wait till the artist is working on that one. It's gonna be so fun to to describe for him, and I'm sure he's gonna have a ball. Where? Um... Oh, look! Interior pages. Yep. So, so this is part of the four-page uh, PDF that I'm talking about in the rewards uh, called Family Problems, and this actually. Uh, introduces Jack vice president, Jack blade and his story. Ooh, and that's his that robot guy. companion Garfield. Looks ominous. It is. I mean, he's uh, it's oh, a little, uh, pigeon girl. <laughs> it's a little uh, black and white where what side of the spectrum he falls on, whether he's good or bad. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> And then here's page one of chapter three, which will pretty much be the first page of, of the next book, the book that we're trying to fund. Mm -hmm. So as you see, there's Harlan pre-Rabbit. 
I'm trying to make the winning touchdown. And but yeah, but so can, a, so. can a rabbit hold on to a football? <laughs> yeah. Buy the book and find out. Exactly. <laughs> because they're not these rabbits. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Characters you will meet. Yep. Fury. The flames of the fury. Yep. The vines of... Rosie. Rosie. Fury's twin sister. But yep. not in, But not in real life. No. <laughs> BB. Is that BB? Did I say that right? BB, yep. Yep. BB, the water cat. Well, you know, if two things don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny you say that because um when I was doing my research for their designs, because each cat is based off a real life cat with the designs. And um when I typed in the word when I typed in the words water cat, uh I believe. Turkish van came up, and that is what she is based off. A Turkish van. Cats that somewhat like water. <laughs> For more than drinking. And what what does she do? She just she just kind of like makes bubbles with her wand? Pretty much. I mean, she can control water as well. So I mean there are there are point points in the uh in the series where she'll kind of like make make waves and stuff, especially later on in the series. Their, their powers do eventually evolve into bigger things, too. And Sky is the youngest and has the power of the wind. Yep. Hey, look, it's Jack Rabbit, Rabbit Slims. Whoops, wrong movie. <laughs> yep. Harlan Lepus. High school quarterback who finds out he's got new strange powers to transform into a rabbit. Yep. <laughs> oh, my. And the pigeon comes with glasses. Yep. <laughs> they turn into, like, aviator goggles. <laughs> She's a goody two-shoes. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. How do you know she's a goody two-shoes? Well, because back in my day, uh, that just screams preppy. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly it. I'm glad you got that old-fashioned reference. <laughs> I didn't know how to explain it otherwise. Uh, Scott Luter has the power to transform into an otter. What do otters even do? They just, like, swim, right? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think I pretty much give him similar powers to BB. He kind of, I think I eventually make it so that, so that he's not only like swimming in sewers and stuff. He's also like creating tidal waves as he jumps out of the sewer and stuff. <laughs> because I was like, yeah, I guess he doesn't really have that good of a power. I, this is probably why they never made a superhero otter yet. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I wonder. And here's the angry goth girl you turned into a mole. Yep. <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, she's goth. She hates the sun, so a mole is kind of perfect for trying to stay underground away from the sun, right? <laughs> then we have uh, book preview number one. Yep. So I, I think I give the first three pages of each chapter in book one. Hey, Kool-Aid! Yep, Kool-Aid man bursting through the wall there. I used to do that. I, I, had a, I had a friend that used to bring us coffee. Uh, I used to DJ. Like, I was a nightclub DJ for like 30 years. Oh, wow. And uh, one of my manager's friends used to, uh, we used to make, he just like hung around and did nothing. He was, a, he was like twice my size. So uh, we sent him to, we used to send him next door to Dunkin' Donuts to buy us all coffee. And uh, he came back, you know, he came in one night. And he's got this bright candy apple red, like size eight X polo on. And I just grabbed the <laughs> microphone in the middle of a song. And I'm like, "Hey, cool!" <laughs> and everybody <laughs> turned. He got so angry, and the whole place was in stitches. People were like on the floor laughing. Oh man! <laughs> kind of like this right here, except they're not laughing. Yeah, they're, they're hiding for their lives. <laughs> There are actually a lot of scenes where the kids are under tables <laughs> in, this, in this series, I just realized. It's, it's like a 1930s, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, nuclear bomb uh, yeah. Uh, drill. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bomb. It's an, air raid, it's an air raid siren. Hide under your desk because yeah. that'll protect you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> What yep. The... So the Eye of Ra there is basically there are a few powers that it, that that Eye of Ra has. It can transmute, basically transform anything into anything. It essentially gives them pretty good super strength, and um, and there there's this. I think the scene is not on there, but there's a scene where essentially he he's also impervious to wind. <laughs> there's this a uh, fourth wall moment where. Sealy real or Sky realizes that and says, "What am I even talking about?" <laughs> so, yeah. Fury gets ready for action. Yep. And then there's the first page, of book two or chapter two, rather. Mm -hmm. So that's the first suburb. thing of school. Peaceful suburbs again. of Neon City. Wow, this is going to be upstate Neon City. Because uh, the five boroughs look nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Manhattan, Staten Island, kind of rich sea. <laughs> Long Island. Long Island, yeah. And then, of course, because Seely's the youngest, they're like, you need to be the distraction. What? <laughs> what? What? What are you staring at? <laughs> what am I, Shaggy? <laughs> so we'll go there and we'll jump yep. over here. So if you just want to uh, help out the campaign, you can uh, pledge your reward at Pledge without a reward, rather, uh, and you know, chip in like ten dollars. You can chip yeah, in more. It could be about that. Uh, pledge five dollars or more. 
It's the friend tier. You get a PDF of issue one and two, plus the four-page chapter Family Problems, starring Vice President Jack Blade. Yeah. Yeah, so I it didn't let me change the wording of issue one, issue two. And I remember you I remember we discussed on the other podcast that that was a little confusing, but issue one and issue two refers to book one, just to make that clear. And then issue three, four, and five refers to book two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So one and two is in one book and three, four, and five is, is in the second book. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Chapters opposed to issues, but yeah. Yeah, now I'm saying chapters, but originally that was my wording, and it won't let me change it now that people have pledged. Yeah. <laughs> Estimated delivery. Oh, my birthday. <laughs> yeah, so the PDFs can go out pretty much immediately once you know this campaign's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and the printed books, book one can be sent out pretty much once the campaign is over. Book two, I estimate, will be, do- will be done October-ish. Uh, you know, given, given, uh, I keep up, well, yeah, given that it's funded number one, but if number, yeah, it's funded, then yeah, October ish, because, uh, he, he roughly gets me out three pages, uh, uh, every one page, every three days. Um, so roughly want to say there's probably, I want to say between 25 and 30 pages to make. Um, so yeah. Probably might even be sooner than October. I, I might even be able to ship earlier, but I think I said October just to be on the safe side. Yeah. I, I don't want to so underestimate rather than over. delivery date, no, November, and you don't want to ship out book one if they get it, you know, if they if they take that tier. You don't want to ship out book one, and then when they come in, have to ship them out another book. You want right. to wait and ship out everything all together because – why why on earth would you want to double your shipping costs? Oh, true, true. That's a good point actually. So Because yeah. shipping is ridiculous. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I think the the shipping costs me probably more than the actual book does. Yeah. I think about it. Uh it's I I I sell uh I sell comics like all my I've been selling like all my old comics online. Well, or trying to and uh, every time I send out like a, a Gemini mail to somebody, it costs me like $13. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's it's not cheap. Yeah. Yeah, so that's part of what, what the campaign funds as well is <laughs> helps me <Hopefully>. actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ship it out, you know, get the shipping out there. We're going to need everybody to hit that uh, – $10 tip jar because, uh, well, I might have miscalculated the shipping a bit. Yeah. I uh, I was basing it off what it costs me to ship when I ship a book to myself, but I guess it could be more if I ship it elsewhere. Yeah. Well, uh, wherever you ship it uh, to that area code, they charge you like a different rate like all the time. I, oh. ship, I ship a lot of stuff to like, you know, the middle of the country or the West Coast and it you know, or down to Florida and it's, you know, it's like twelve, thirteen dollars. I'm like, well, if I'm gonna pay twelve, thirteen dollars or more, I might as well just pay the thirteen dollars and I'll fill up the Gemini and then I have my uh my helper that runs my errands for me 
hmm. uh, go and get the, you know, the priority mailer, and then just have have the woman go see this. Can you type this in and just print up the label and slap it on this? Yep. Okay. <laughs> when you're ready, type up this label, slap it on that, and then I'll put. Then you can put everything together. Okay. Here we go. Oh yeah. You know, if I if I if I sold enough stuff uh, on a weekly basis, I would just open up a stamps.com uh, account oh, yeah. because it'll it'll save you like a ton of money. So if you were doing like if you uh, if you build your your crowd enough and you're following enough that you can do like four possibly five crowd funds a year. Oh yeah then it's worth getting. Otherwise, you're just like, yeah, bite the bullet right, and let them do it. Yeah. monthly fee kind of for nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, pledge $5 or more, you get the PDF of uh, Best Friends tier is the PDF of issue 3, 4, and 5, plus the four-page chapter Family Problems. Yep. $10 or more, Best Friends Deluxe tier. You'll get a PDF of issues one, two, three, four, and five chapters. Uh, chapters, once yeah. <laughs> once completed, plus exclusive artwork and sketches. Yeah. $20, Earth's Best Friend tier. Get physical copies of Earth's Best Friend issues. Uh, chapters one and two. I'm just going to read <laughs> chapters where I see issues. Uh, chap uh, issue Chapter one and two in book one. Plus chapters three, four, and five, once completed, in book two. Yep. <laughs> physical copy of book one, physical copy of book two, and the four page chapter family problems that's included in book two. Yeah. So um, you'll get the PDF, but it actually will be in the physical. Um, it, it'll it'll be its own PDF if you get if you do only the. Um, PDF book version. one, but it'll be included with book two because it's actually the first four pages of book two. Oh, okay. Because again, like you know, anthology, so it kind of breaks up in in between chapter two and three is family problems. It doesn't have a chapter number because it's just mm -hmm. four pages. <laughs> now, since you cringed at the uh, at the at the cost of shipping. Um, I know you want to ship to anywhere in the world. Yeah. But you might want to, uh, hey, if you're in the UK, you might just want to get the PDF. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's a, although I, um, the aforementioned uh, Mike, he, he's from the Netherlands, right? So he, he actually mm -hmm. went for, um, I think he went for a physical copy. So, <laughs> oh yeah, he, 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 I hate digital comics. Okay. Uh, how do you make your comic uh, digitally? Uh, <laughs> no, he, he actually draws the pages out and oh, I think really? he scans them in and, and does the rest because he's got a, he's got to scan them into files. He, he, uh, he does the, uh, the layouts, the art and wow. the inks, and then he sends them to his colorist who is amazing. Oh man, uh, he's like, man. I hope I hope no actual publisher with money 
discovers my colorist because then I'm just going to be screwed. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Earth's Best Friends Deluxe Tier. Uh, you get a physical copy of Earth's Best Friends. Uh, book one with chapters one and two. Plus book two with chapters three, four, and five. Once completed. Uh, plus the PDF backup as well uh, with exclusive artwork and sketches included in the physical books. And of course, the four page family problems will be a backup story in book two. Yep. <laughs> $50 or more. <laughs> or more. Uh, or more. <laughs> merchandise friends tier. So you get all that stuff and character photo prints. Yep. In this one. Okay. I thought there was something else in that because I was like, uh, you're wearing your merch shirt. So I'm like, yeah, that's uh the next merchandise tier <laughs> to the shirt. Oh, the hundred dollar <laughs> tier. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's an expensive t-shirt. Well, yeah, well, I guess because of shipping it makes it expensive. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because you gotta you get a full it go yeah, because you're going from uh you're going from a Gemini mailer to like a medium sized box. Exactly. Yeah, and so not only that, but it I have to ship it to myself first, and then I got to ship it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. You get everything listed above, plus the Earth's Best Friend t-shirt. Possibly even in your size. <laughs> yeah, just a random size, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, one size fits all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Extra large for everyone. <laughs> Please. I bought I'm a I'm a big dude. I bought I was like almost 600 pounds and I lost like 225 pounds. Oh wow. And I'm still a big fat mojo aka jab of the hut in in my chair. I bought a size 5X shirt and I you know, online, you know, supporting a musician that I liked, an independent musician I liked and I couldn't get my head through the through the neck hole. Oh wow! I'm like, oh man, you're living in California. You ordered these shirts from China. Damn you! <laughs> I'm like, <coughs> that's where I'm pretty sure these shirts come from, China. <laughs> okay. Well, I use a uh, Vista print for my for pretty much a lot of my uh, merchandise oh, yeah. needs. So the bonus in this one is to become a character in the book. Yes. $100, you become a character in the book, and he will transform you into some random, possibly <laughs> useless animal. <laughs> yep, you'll be a background character, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, but... Um... It is going to cost me $50 to get you designed from my character designer. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but you'll be in a book. But you'll be in the book. <laughs> or you can get your kids in a book. Or your kids, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're, yeah. 
if it's if you're buying this for your kid then yeah you might want to go with your kid and yep and we'll transform into an animal of your choice i mean you can you can choose the animal i transform you into <laughs> if you like and that is the very last tier that draw you in yep which, which of course is is always popular with with most of these There they are under the table again. I don't want to be the bait again. <laughs> yeah, they're under the table a lot. I've I've realized, and then there's a few other chapters where it happens as well. <laughs> maybe I should. Maybe I ought to call them the uh, hyper table ninja heroes. <laughs> hyper table ninja hero. Yeah, that's actually the the joke theme song I have for them. It's just the Ninja Turtles theme, except to change the words to hyper feline ninja heroes. Hyper feline ninja heroes, hyper feline ninja heroes, hyper feline ninjas, and their cats. <laughs> cool. My son right, actually so sings that song to me every now and then. <laughs> he, he, he wants more screen time in the book. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I, uh, He's the youngest, but I actually probably give him the most character development of those four kids. Um, and then I give Lacey the least. <laughs> People are going to be wondering, are they like in the same place? Because the lighting is going down the same amount. Nope. We are both in New England. Yeah, we are, but we're in different states. <laughs> I'm south of Boston, and he's north of Boston. Yep. <laughs> Halloween ruckus. <laughs> ruckus. Ruckus. <laughs> so the, the Kickstarter is in the chat, so you can click on it there or in the show notes, either up above or down below, depending on where you're watching us. Um, I need that light there. Uh, if you're watching us for the first time, please consider subscribing to the channel. We have all kinds of good, nerdy comic book geekiness. Uh, with uh, We've got three different uh, podcasts. Creators Outlet goes at least three times a week, possibly four times this week. Uh, and then we have uh, OK Boomer, the podcast, because, you know, <laughs> we're, we're him and I are old. Uh, where we just talk about like older comics, back issues, and you know stuff from gold and silver and bronze age. You know, kind of a little bit of comic history and, uh, and and enjoying some different books that people might not know about or have forgotten about. Uh, and I do the Seanzilla Art Show on Wednesday nights, and uh, so you know I got a I got a full ducket. So there's all there's all those shows on there. Plus there's reaction videos, mostly to music. And uh, or anything that you want us to react to, and uh, what else do we have? Oh yeah, what's in the box videos? What's so I can I I can make you suffer for like every time I get junk in the mail. I'm like, come on, you're gonna watch me open this and then look at everything I just bought that you don't <laughs> have. Neener neener neener. Nice. <laughs> so, um. Please consider backing this project. Uh, if you can't back it currently, you know, at least uh, flag it with the remind me on it um, and share it out to all your social media. Share it out to your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook. 
what have you, uh, tag all of your friends with children and tell them you need to buy this book because somebody else's kids are in this book and you can have your kid drawn into this book. Whatever works, get the message out there and uh, let's get this book funded. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, the goal here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Max, why don't you tell everybody uh, where they can uh, follow you at on social media? Yes, so uh, you can follow me. Um, I'm on Facebook uh, at Earth's Earth's Best Entertainment. Um, Instagram at Earth's Best Entertainment. Twitter, I'm at a different word, at Schlogastic Book. It's a long story as to why that's that. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't even sound kid-friendly. What? What's yeah, <laughs> think Scholastic except spelled like schlog <laughs> yeah it's schlog. even hard hard to say hard to spell i schlog. hate that it's schlog schlog yeah <laughs> i hate that it's still that but i but it is my account with 11,000 followers so i kind of keep it around <laughs> like, i have um, 11,000 followers here we go <laughs> um you can also catch me on youtube at max Ham, i think it's max Ham productions still um, you can also read, um, Earth's Best Friends on Webtoons, www.earthbestentertainment.com. Um, and I think that's all my, all my plugs there. <laughs> well, that sounds like more than enough. So, uh, please check this out and, uh, that's going to wrap up another edition of Creators Outlet. And this will be available, of course, up on my plug podcast platform a little later on this evening and uh we'll also be on my backup platform over at rumble since youtube has decided well we're just gonna remove random videos of yours okay go ahead huh. so i'll back them up at some place that doesn't care what i say <laughs> so that makes sense so that's what i started to do it's just that they're their uh their format is like very slow it takes me like pretty much a whole day to upload like one video over there oh wow. which is which is a little crazy but um i have i'm over on bit shoot too i but i i haven't gotten the hang of figuring out how that even works so uh don't follow me there yet but you can follow uh creators outlet uh on youtube of course all my information has been scrolling through the bottom. Uh, Twitter, I am JokerFan, and Instagram, I am JokerFan1969. That's right. I have to scroll for like a week when I have to put my age in. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> to get so down I, to... What? Are you kidding me? Not yet? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> so, Max, I want to thank you so much for uh, for coming on and uh, and hanging out and... Now you got now you got to set up in the house so you can don't have to sit in your car. Yes, even though sometimes <laughs> you have good. to you have to hide from the family to do one of these, and you know you can be more comfortable inside, and you can you can do more more content now and uh, and work yeah. on a whole bunch of other stuff. The I books look very looks very cool. Well. <laughs> I I always say we need we need more uh, you know we need more like kid friendly stuff and you know, stuff, stuff for a, for a, a younger demographic, you know, if you give, give, 
just like I did when I when I first started reading comics. Uh, I hated reading. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, you give kids something that that you know appeals to them and is you know suited for you know younger ages on up, then you know they'll start reading, and the more they read, you know the 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 better off they are. I try to read something every day, even if it's not a comic book. Absolutely. Uh, of course, today it was just the sports page about the Bruins kicking capital butt. <laughs> Take that, Chara. <laughs> Chara, Chara was uh, was awesome to his former teammates, uh, congratulating them after the game. I don't think the, the rest of the Capitals did that really. Oh, <laughs> and you know, so he was he was hugging his former teammates and congratulating them before he went in the back. But really, you know, he's like seven foot eight and like 300 pounds. Who's really going to pick on him? Oh, yeah. It's like a leaner, meaner Andre the Giant. Come on. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much. And yeah, uh, me. we'll get the uh, I will sh I will share the, uh, the podcast links out to you for uh, so they'll be downloadable so you can share them out and people can listen to us. Excellent. You know, blather on like idiots for for an hour or so, and <laughs> good. and and talk about the book and a little bit about your love of Spider Man and uh, the three greats from Marvel that are no longer with us. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we can get some more people on there and uh, just ask that everybody just keeps sharing up. You know, anything that you see, even if you can't afford it, just share. You know, share all the links out, you know, yeah. as much as you can, you know, because more people that see it, the more people, uh, you know, will buy it because, you know, even the uh, even like the pre-launch, if you get 100 people that sign up on pre-launch. Oh, yeah. When when you go live, uh, you're lucky if 10 percent of those people actually back the book. Yeah, that's true. So it's a. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, great, cool. Tell me when it's going up. You can sign up here. Okay. And they, oh, yeah, it's that comic book. Click. They'll look at it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a, there's so many people that wait until like the last four or five days. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, they'll, they'll click the, you know, they'll click the reminder tab on the campaign and they'll they'll wait and they well let's see if it funds before i help fund this <laughs> yep that right there my friends is southern logic <laughs> don't make no sense <laughs> well i thank you it's been great talking to you and uh you know very cool that you got the picture of the kids that are actually starring in the comic book. Yeah. With they a little twist here right? and there. Uh, very cool. And uh, I wish you all the best of luck. And I, of Thank course, you. will keep out, keep on, keep on, keep it on sharing. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So thank you very much and have a good night because I have to find up where I can find a light in this place. Cause I'm. Uh-oh. Yeah, I turned the light on my camera on. <laughs> it <Yeah>. got dark. <laughs> I'm just like, well, your face looks red. I go, well, it's because the orange on the screen is just kind of like. 
flash it 